Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today. Uh, we've been looking through First Peter, and if you want a short synopsis of what it is that occurs in salvation, what happened in the past, what's occurring now, what's occurring in the future, uh, these first 12 verses of First Peter are really, really good. And so I'd like to just uh, run real quick through what we've covered up this point in time, and then look at the last three verses of those first uh, 12 verses, really last, yeah, the last three of them. Uh, you know, Paul's writing to some people who are aliens. They've been scattered about because of their faith. And he let them know that uh, they were chosen of God by the foreknowledge of God. God knew about them. He chose them before the foundations of the earth. And that they were that they obeyed the Lord Jesus Christ, was sprinkled by his blood, and that they literally were the sanctifying work of the Spirit. And so he told them, he said, it's because of God's great mercy that he has caused us to be born again. And we're born again to live in hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. There is no salvation outside the resurrection, folks. You will hear that taught, that you can be saved and not you know, worry about the resurrection. Nothing new, because Paul dealt with that in the church of Corinth in 1 Corinthians 15. So he says that you, that living hope is in the resurrection and that we have an inheritance and that inheritance is reserved in heaven. Remember, it's imperishable, undefiled, will not fade away, that we're protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. That salvation will be revealed in the last time. Uh, some of us will still be alive when that happens. Others will be awaiting and will be caught up. So he says, rejoice in this, and we're to greatly rejoice, even though we go through various trials. And he told us that those trials are just proof of the faith, that we have, okay? And he says that even though you haven't seen him, you love him and you know him because you believe in him. We're to greatly rejoice in this. And he described it as a joy inexpressible, full of glory, obtaining as the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Now, verse 10 continues this. He says, as to this salvation, so he's talking about salvation, the prophets who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, made careful searches and inquiries. So Peter is speaking of the prophets in the Old Testament, and he's speaking of the words and how they did things. He said they prophesied of the grace that would come to us, and they carefully searched, and they carefully inquired. Verse 11, seeking to know what person or time the Spirit of Christ within them was indicating as he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories to follow. And so what he's saying is that the prophets had the Spirit of Christ. That's how he describes it here. The Spirit of Christ within them. And that the Spirit of Christ within them indicated that Christ would suffer. There would be a suffering of Christ. Well, immediately our minds drawn to Isaiah 53, right? The, the great passage that speaks to such. Also, uh, Psalm 22. Uh, David wrote that, and David's referred to as a prophet. You know, they knew that the Messiah would suffer and predicted the sufferings of Christ, and they also predicted the glories to follow. Major portions of the prophets speak of the glory to follow. But he says in this passage that they were making careful searches and inquiring, and they wanted to know 
what person, who this was going to take place through, or the time when it was going to take place. And you see this within the prophets. Um, what's an example? The end of Daniel, for instance. Um, Daniel wanted to know about some of these things. What did this all mean? And God actually told him, he said, don't worry about this. Don't fret about this. You're going to go ahead and you're going to sleep with your fathers. In other words, you're going to die. But in the last days, you will rise again to your reward. They wanted to know these things. But verse 12 gives us insight to what, how, what the point of all this is. So here's what verse 12 says. It was revealed to them, these prophets, that they were not serving themselves, but you. In these things which now have been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look. So he said, as the prophets were making these careful searches and inquiring and seeking to know and wondered about these things because the Spirit of Christ was speaking things to them and they were speaking it forth and they were writing it down and they were predicting the sufferings of Christ. And they were predicting the glories to follow and they wanted to know, when is this going to happen? How is this going to go down? When is this going to occur? And Peter is saying this, it was revealed to them that they weren't serving themselves but you. Those of us who have experienced the Holy Spirit that are, are experiencing salvation on this side of Calvary. All those words were for us. And so they, that it was announced to us by those that announced to us who preached the gospel. And it's the Holy Spirit that did it, that moves with the people that preached the gospel. And I love this last little phrase, things into which angels long to look. Things into which angels long to look. You say, well, what is that about? Well, the angels understand this. The angels have seen all of this. And he's talking about the angels that are still around the throne of the Most High God. They have seen all this. They know what's happened. But they will never, ever experience salvation. They will not experience salvation in the way that mankind has. Okay? Jesus died for mankind to put us in right relationship with God. The angels made their choice. A third of them went with Lucifer, and they'll forever be in the lake of fire when it's all said and done. But two-thirds stayed in glory. Yes, there were some things that happened. Uh, literally, the Lord Jesus Christ speak, uh, sprinkled heaven with his blood because of the rebellion and things that happened there. But the angels will not experience salvation in the way that we have. And so therefore, the, the angels long to look into it. They're intrigued by this. They're, not, they're amazed by it. Not to the point of sinning and, and being, uh, <coughs> you know, wondering why can't we have this, et cetera, et cetera. No, 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 no. It's just a way of expressing and understanding the marvelous nature of the salvation that we have. That even the angels themselves long to look into it. And they're in awe over what God has done, what he has done in salvation, what he continues to do, and what is yet to come. Now, the next word, which we will not go any further than this word, is the first word of the 13th verse, and it says this, therefore. <laughs> well, you know what that means. Anytime you see the word therefore, you look to see what it's there for. It means this, in light of everything that Peter has just said about who they are and about the salvation that we have, he's going to tell them something. We're going to stop right here. We'll pick it up there next time, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you soon.